72% of black children is born out of wedlock. Who is to blame? 72% of black children is born out of wedlock. Single parent households, mothers in the home, the fathers are gone. Who is to blame for this scenario? Let's have a conversation, family. What's happening, man? It's Big VJ on the check-in, babe. What's up, babe? Yeah, man. What's going on with your family? Yes, yes, yes. Most definitely, we are ready for adult conversation. Family, let's have it. Thank you guys so much for joining us at Real Black Consciousness Forum. This is the place where your comments... Your comments is the engine and the fuel to the machine, right? In fact, the conversation that we're having right now, you know, this was uh, spearheaded by a comment that was left on one of the videos. I said, yeah, we're going to have to have this conversation. <laughs> we got to have this conversation, family. 72% of black children is born out of a single parent household. Is this even an issue? Of course, this is an issue. Is this a major issue, though? Is this a major issue, though? Of course, this is a major issue. Why? This is a black American national security issue. Why do I say that? Because 70 percent of black males that go to prison. They come out of fatherless households. I'm going to say it again because it's staggering. 70% of black men that go to prison come out of single parent households. You think that's staggering? Let me give you another number, family. 90% of black men that are felons, convicted felons, come out of a single parent household. 90% of them. 90% of us, should I say, come out of a single-parent household. This is a big issue. This is I don't care what your liberal buddies told you, and we're going to deal with that later too, but this is a big issue, right? Let's go to the first scenario, right? Let's talk about it like a family. On scenario number one, we see the queen in the middle, and we're just going to read the caption. If you got to know this beautiful young lady and realize that her personality and energy went perfectly with yours, will you at some point consider making her your wife? Or are those kids too big of an issue to overcome? Each kids have a different father. So now we look at the photo itself. We see the queen in the middle. Four soldiers. Soon to be princes. Soon to be kings. Beautiful family, right? Is there a blame that we can shift in this scenario? Four different kids by four different men. Is that her fault? Is that the male's fault? All parties involve fault. Oh, it's nobody's fault. It's just life for black folks. This is just how we live. It's just life. Let's go to the next scenario. Man who fathered 30 kids with 11 different women says he needs a break from child support. <laughs> I'm going to read it again. Man who fathered 30 kids with 11 different women 
says he needs a break from child support. The Daily brought us this story in 2012. I purposely brought this story from 2012. Why did I do that? Because that was eight years ago. So this number could have changed. He was on the street. This looked like, um, you know, bottom of the seventh. He got the bases loaded. <laughs> he, he bringing them in. So I'm like, yo, this is not funny, though. We just have it again. And I, I, I can be, you know, I, I can get a little silly, but this is a serious conversation, man. His children got to go to school with your children. So who's to blame? If any. His problem. The 11 different women problem is everybody problem. Let's talk about the next thing. Next slide. Let's have a conversation about discharge, right? We're just going to talk about discharging of bodily fluids from the human body, right? Well, we know sweat is a discharge bodily fluid from the human body. It's uncontrollable though, right? You know, if you're nervous, your palms might get a little sweaty. Your forehead might get a little sweaty. You get nervous, you know what I mean? You can just, you know, feet get a little sweaty, right? Uncontrollable bodily fluid discharge. But we have other discharges that's a little bit more controllable, right? You know, you can be oversad and overjoyed and then you can have a discharge of water from your eyes. We call this tears. Tears of joy, tears of pain. You can be, you can be a little under the weather. Right? A little mucus in your in your nasal passage. Just discharge. You gotta blow that out. You can control that though, right? Or you went to lunch, a little bit too many anchovies on the pizza. Too many hollow peanut peppers in the sub sandwich. Stomach bothering you. You can discharge from your mouth, which we call vomit. You can discharge from your anus, which we call feces. Right? This is a discharge. The male and female principle, you can discharge urine. Women also have a discharge of the eggs, which we call cycle. And then the men have a discharge as well. Semen from the male principle also. Right? Now, when we talk about the act of sex and procreation, The discharge of semen is the foundation of procreation during the act of sex. And this semen can only come from the man. Now, we know during sex, a man and a woman can both have orgasms like we know that. But out of these orgasms, though, only one orgasm, again, is the foundation for procreation. That's the orgasm coming from the man. Not the woman now. Not the woman. The man's orgasm is the foundation for procreation. We know her eggs must be fertilized. But when we have it, we're talking about two consenting adults having consensual sex. If that man makes the decision to release that discharge in her, he just made the decision of procreation. He just made the decision. She consented to sex. 
That's why so many, you know, when women, they, they miss their cycle, they be surprised. Like, damn, am I pregnant? We already, as men, we already know. We know you're pregnant. Let me let me let women, let me let y'all, let me let y'all in on this, on this tidbit of information. I want my sisters to listen to me closely. Right? Because I'm going to give you guys some game. I'm going to tell you guys some information that you probably didn't even know. Now, you know, we see Denzel Washington, right? United States of America, world-class actor, Oscar winner, Jamie Foxx, Sidney Poitier, Holly Berry, United States of America, Oscar winners, world-class actors and actresses. But let me put you on some games, sis. See, when you found out you was pregnant, and you called that man, you called your baby daddy, and he played like he didn't know, and he played like he was shocked, you should have gave him an Oscar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Denzel Washington and company, they ain't the only Negroes that know how to act on cue. When you called that man up, your child's father, and you told him you was pregnant, guess what? He already knew. He knew before you knew. You know how he knew? Because he operated off the law of discharge. He knew when he released the semen in you. That's how he knew. You found out later. So you were surprised. You wait. You like, damn, my cycle. Been, I ain't seen my cycle in a couple of months. I'm late. You don't know what's going on. Pookie already know what's going on. <laughs> Jamarcus already know what's going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Leroy Jenkins Jr., we already knew. So what am I saying by saying that? When 72% of the black community are overran with single-parent households, the black man is responsible. That's what I'm saying. That's all on the black man. That ain't no no sister. When we looked at scenario number one, and we seen the queen with four different children by four different men. I know sisters with two different kids, two different baby fathers. You know, uh, four different kids, three different baby fathers. And I, I know a sister with six different kids, six different baby fathers. Right? And when I look at these women, you know what I think to myself? Ah, I ain't going to tell you what I think. I'm going to tell you what I know. Those women agreed to two things. Sex. And the unwillingness to have an abortion. That's all they agreed to. That's it. When you see a woman with multiple babies. When we looked at the sister in scenario one. She had four different kids. Four different men. I don't even know the sister. Right? I just see. When I seen that. I said oh. Well there's two things about her that I do know. She agreed to sex. She agreed not to have an abortion these four different times. That's what we do know. But the fact that she was impregnated, that was the man's decision. That wasn't her decision to make. Right? Let me tell you this way. Let me say it this way. I'm going to go as elementary as I possibly can. If I'm a teacher and I got 20 students, right? Me and you, we're teachers. We got 20 students, right? Everybody that's listening, we all teachers. 
We all have classrooms of 20 students. All of us. In my classroom, it's the same as your classroom, right? I got 20 students. I got 10 females. And I got 10 males in my class. I split the room in half. Every male in the classroom, right, I give them $1 piece. So they mean that's $10 total. So they mean each one of my 10 male students have a dollar piece. But when I get to my females, I don't give them any money. I don't give them nothing. The only people that have money in my classroom is the male. I gave them each $1 piece. All, every, all 10 of them, $1 piece. That's $10 total they have together collectively. Right? Now... I leave the classroom and I go to lunch and I come back. And when I come back from lunch, I notice that three females have one dollar now. What does that mean, family? Can you do the math for me? What does that mean? How do they get those dollars? In order for them to have a dollar, they had to get it from the male. The male had control over that dollar. I don't care how much my female students said she loved the male. She want to be with him so much. She want his dollar so bad. Please give me your dollar. Please. No matter how much she begged and pleaded for the dollar. It was his decision to ultimately give it to her. I just gave you an elementary version of what happens in sex. If I had a female student. And she had $3. One female had $3. What does that mean? Three different men had to give her three different dollars. Again, I don't care how much of a, how, a, how much she was begging for the, it doesn't matter. You can't get the dollar unless he gives you the dollar. That's sex in the black community. In order for 72% of our men, of our brothers, our nephews, our sons, to go into their own neighborhood and pregnant a bunch of women and don't marry them, that's not on her. She just received the dollar. But if he never gave her the dollar, she can't she won't have it. See. Let me show you something else, right? Let me show you something else. Here's two doors you see in front of you, right? Here's two doors that you see in front of you. Now, what I want you to do is this. Sisters that's viewing this video, please drop a comment. Men that's viewing this video, drop a comment. But this door exercise is for the sisters. When you have women with multiple baby fathers... And you have door number one and door number two. They would never give their kids back for nothing in the world. That's first off. We just going to be clear with that. Black women, man, they love these children too much. They ain't giving these children back for nothing in the world. But if door number one, where they can choose to have all their children by the same man. Or door number two, where they can choose to walk through and have children by, diff by multiple men. What door do you think these black women going to choose, bro? 
You think they choosing to go through door number two? You think so? You think children in the adolescent state, like, man, you know what? I can't wait to grow up and have four different kids by four different men. I can't, I can't wait to do that. That's my dream. I just want to have, I need five baby daddies in my life. That's my dream. You think that's their dream? Or you, or you think that when they met that first love or that second love, they thought they was going to be with that dude forever. And they said, man, I want to have all these kids. You think they're going to go through door number one where they can have all their children by the same man? Most sisters going to go through door number one. Life didn't deal them no bad hand. Our, our men did. Our fathers, our uncles, our cousins, our brothers, our nephews, we dealt them the hand of multiple fathers. They didn't deal that hand to themselves. That's why I can't give no man no two doors to choose from because men can choose to have all their children by the same woman because we have the seed. Now let's go to the let's go to the next slide. Commenting is the engine and the fuel to the machine, right? That's why we came up with this video. We're going to read the comment. I kind of, I took the name off. It's, it was posted on one of the videos. I took the name off because, listen, you know, we're just having a conversation. You know what I'm saying? We're just having a conversation one to the other, right? So I'm just going to show you that the, uh, the comment that was posted, right? I'm going to read it off. It says, brother... Women control the single parent narrative. Men don't control this. His second comment. Women don't have to be a single parent. If she gets pregnant, the fault is her own. If the man is not a person that she believes would take care of her and the child, she has, oh, I think he meant to say, she should then not allow herself to get pregnant, which is entirely her choice. And so the individual that made the comment, thank you, man. We appreciate you much. Hey, man, thank you for taking the time to make a comment. You know, when I see comments on the page, on the channel, you know, I do my best to try to thank everybody, man. Thank you guys for making the comments, right? And this comment brought forth a good conversation. Now, he's saying if a woman get pregnant, it's a fault of her own. I just don't understand the concept of that. How? She can father her own child? Can a woman father her own child? I'm not talking about... Listen, I'm not interested in how much of a tramp a woman could be. Right? How promiscuous she can be. How much she can sleep with everybody. It doesn't matter. See, the, the way the universe works... Because this comment is actually against the universal principle. When, when we talk about the universe... The universe did this. The universe created male and then the universe created female. Right? When we talk about the human species, what the universe did was it gave the seed line, it gave the seed to the male. And the male in the human family is the strongest of the two physically. Meaning that Reproduction comes from the strong. It comes from the man. In my estimate, I always felt like this. The muscles and everything that you have, the broad shoulders and, and the, the thigh muscles and 
All of this is to make you physically strong to protect that seed that's in you. Right? Being able to run, jump, just to protect that seed. And then you you implant that seed into the female. You're so physically strong, you can do this by force. There's another name for that. That's what that's what rape is. That's what strong arm I mean, when you can physically overpower somebody. But a woman can't physically overpower you and mother a child from you. Doesn't work that way. But you can actually physically overpower a woman. And we know that easily by black Americans. Because that's what the plantation was. Men constantly overpowering women and fathering children with these women. Our ancestors to be exact. So this is what happens, right? This comment is very telling because this is what society does. Society takes the easy way out. Even though the universe gave the seed to the strongest out of the human family, which is the male. <laughs> what we do in society is that when you see females with multiple kids, we take the easy way out and we blame them. Why do we do this? Why do we say, why can we look at a woman that says, if a, a female get pregnant, it's entirely her choice. It's up to her. You know why we say that? Because we can blame women. It's easy to shame women and blame women. That's why you hear, don't you hear when you be... Oh man, you know these sisters need to stop picking these thugs and stop dating these thug guys. You heard the story before. She needs to stop dating dope boys and she need to stop dating these guys in and out of jail. She just laying up having babies by these dudes, these nothing ass Negroes. And you ever heard that before? You know why they blame women for doing that? Because that's easier than just telling a man to do better. See, it's easy for me to tell a woman, why you keep dating these dope boys? You keep running behind these dope boys and these no good Negroes and these thugs. See, it's easy for me to come down on her because it's more difficult for me to say, brother, stop being the thug. I blame her for dating the thug, but I won't blame him for being the thug. I blame her for dating the, dating the gang members, but they, I won't blame him for even being a gang member. I make an excuse for him. I blame her for dating the dope boy, but I won't come to him and say, brother, you know better than that. So that poison in this neighborhood. See, it's easy for me to just to blame her. See, this is what you do when you just don't want to make good men anymore. You don't want to produce good men. You, you don't want to hold men to a higher standard. You just blame women. See, this is why our neighborhood has 72% single parent household. You know why? We're not raising these young guys to be husbands. We don't even, we're not even teaching them to be husbands. I'm going to let you in on some game. Let me read let me read something real quick. But let me say this real quick. Let me say this real first. I'm out the west side of Detroit. I got the game from the old heads, right? I got the game from the old school. This is all as a young man I was required to do. Just two things. These are principles that I live by. These are principles that I teach my own sons. Just two principles, right? Principle number one, as a young man, the only thing you have to do when you start dating, send that woman back home like she left her father's house. That's number one. I'm going to say it again. These are my principles that I live off of. Send a woman back home like a father sent her out to you. And when I say father, I mean the household, 
her, her, her mom, her grandmama, however her grandmama sent that daughter out to you to hang out with you, go out on a date. All you got to do as a young man is send that daughter back the same way that she, they sent them out to you. So if that, if that father sent that daughter out with you and she was a virgin when she came out with you, you don't owe that man nothing. All you got to do is send her. Only, only thing you owe that man, that father, that mother, that household is to send that daughter back home the way that she came out to you. So if she came out that home a virgin, when I was a young man, you know what I do? I'm going to send her back home a virgin. Now, if she came out that house sexually active. She gonna go sexually when she go back home. She still gonna be sexually active. I ain't finna save you now. I ain't finna come out here. I'm just being real now. I ain't finna save you out here in the world. Now. I ain't finna. <laughs> just ain't gonna do that shit. That just wasn't me as a young man. That wasn't my responsibility. I just sent you back home like you came off that porch. But now here's the catch: if your parents and your father, your household, if they sent you out to me and you wasn't pregnant, what the fuck do I look like as a man sending you back home pregnant? Now you didn't even come out the house that way. See, that's a principle that we don't teach our young men. Here's another principle I, I live by and I teach my sons. Hey, listen, y'all. This is what I teach my sons. I sit them down and say, listen, before you make her a mother, you better make her a wife. Did you hear what I said? This is principle number two. Before you make her a mother, you better make her a wife first. If that if that female ain't good enough to be that wife, she ain't don't put no don't make her no mother because you changed that woman's life forever. See, that's what Future did. Future changed the woman's life forever. He met a woman. She came out the house with no children, Sierra. She came out the house with no children. And know what he did? He sent her back home with a baby. So what did that ultimately do? She had to meet a man, and here's the thing about it. When you impregnate a sister and you don't marry her and she had no children when you met her, man, that's like a form of assault to me, man. You just changed this woman's whole life now. She can't date the guy that she normally date. She can't take, she got to take certain jobs that she got to find a babysitter for. You know, she can't move around like she wants to move around. You just changed her whole life. Because you got overexcited during, the, during sex and you had a discharge? Bro, you tripping. Let me read something from, um, let me read something real quick. I want to read an article to you guys. Give me a second. Let me pull it up. Listen, I want to read something from HavenLife.com. Here's some key takeaways. And just giving some more statistics about single parent households. And I'm often accused of always blaming brothers and taking sister sides. I read the comments. You know, sometimes I could be guilty of that. But I, I just see, I, I literally watch how black women love us so much man it's unreal to me man 72 percent of black women are running a single-payer household bro that is unreal that's not cool bro I don't need if I, I don't need I don't know if our men need to be retrained through sexual education we got churches all over the neighborhood. We got small independent counseling sessions. We got counseling sessions in prisons. You know. And speaking of prisons. I mean when you go see your brother. Your partner in the, in the, in the joint. That waiting room. That visiting room is filled with people. But then. When you go see your cousin though. And your auntie. And she in the female prison. 
That waiting room, family, that shit ain't big like that. We ain't supporting our women like that. I, I don't know why I brought this up, but when you go see your aunt, when you your auntie doing the bid, when you go to the women's prison, man, those visitation rooms ain't packed like that. Uh, so I'm just saying all that to say this. Women support black men at their bottom and at their greatest heights, at their lowest lows. We have never done that for them. We have never done that for our women. Man, look, let me tell you this, man. I love black men, but we do some shady shit to our women. I'm, I'm going to say this one more point, and then I'm going to read these bullet points. But I want to make a point. I'm going to make a historic point real quick that you guys may not have known. Don't you know, after Reconstruction in the United States of America, don't you know that women start to become thousandaires, and if you do your research in the 1800s, the first 10 millionaires, like six of them, was black women. After slavery, what black women started doing was they start having these houses. They called them, um, I forget, they got a fancy name for them. But if you really, really, really do the research, they was like brothels. They was like whorehouses. And when you look at these old, early 1900 pictures... You see these black women, these madams with these furs on, with these fancy cars, these big, pretty brothels, because these women is selling pussy. But when they selling pussy, they rich. They're rich. Black women now. All the black women in the house living good. Well, let me tell you how this story ends. Black men started to see women. Live this comfortable life. And you know what he did? He worked his way into that situation. That's where you get pimping from. Because he pushed the madam out the way. The black man. And he put himself as the key figure in the situation. But here's what changed. The women kept selling the pussy. But all of a sudden. You don't see our women in these fancy cars no more. You don't see them with these fancy furs on the more. You know who got the fancy cars now? The black man got them now. See, he didn't push the madam out the way. And he didn't convince the women that he should get all of the money. He ain't sucking not one dick in there. He ain't doing one hand job. He ain't massaging nobody's back. He ain't rubbing nobody's feet. He ain't doing nothing in there. But he convinced all women that they should continue to have the sex like they have already been doing. But when it's time to get the money, he should get them. This is what we do to our women. And you know what she did? Gave us the goddamn money, man. That's what a pimp is. He didn't come up with this whole play of you. Do your research. You talking about black history. Do your research on the early madams, man. There was black women. There was madams. Listen to me, family. With those early madams, though, see, she split that money with the rest of the working women, the black women in that brothel that was selling themselves. She would split the money. Sometimes these women would get pregnant. They had a separate place where the children would be raised at. This madam would own multiple properties. Even though they were doing this vice. 
They were enriching themselves as black women selling their own bodies. They own property. They own homes. They own cars. And what they ultimately did was let the black man come in, flim flam them. Now he's owned the property and he owns the money. He owned the cars and he have nothing. But you know what? The black woman was just so enthused with just seeing her man look like a rich white man that she let it go. She allowed this to happen, man. But we should have never done this to our women. Do your research, man. Do your research, man. Because when that pimps, when they got the money, they didn't start buying property. They didn't invest in it. You know, when you start looking at, and I just, I'm not going to give you too much. I'm going to say this. When you look at them early madams and they had to, look what, look what some of the funding, when you get these early, look where the funding comes from. Look, watch where the, it comes from these madams. The funding of certain movements and the certain products and the, just do your research. I'm not going to give you too much, but just do your research on that. Because when he got the money, it didn't. There was no more houses being bought and land being bought. When I say he, I mean the pimp. That money went straight to materialistic things. Gold, jewelry, and cars. That's it. Do your research on that, family. Go watch an old movie called... It's an old movie Eddie Murphy done made up. Eddie Murphy made it. He made an old movie up. It was called Harlem Nights. Right? It's called Harlem Nights. He made up an old movie. There's a character. Her name was Della Reese on the character. She was a madam over the house. She was an image of a madam. Now, in early days, that madam, she would pay a few gangsters for protection. But she kept all the money for herself and to the women. Ah. Uh, Y'all guys don't want to hear that. Listen, y'all don't want to hear that because y'all don't want to hear the truth. Y'all don't want to hear the truth. Y'all don't, because that black man, we got to do better towards our women. You know, we got to do better towards our women, man. 72%, when you have a community of 72% of single parent households, black women, that's an assault on your women. The key takeaways. Across the country, single-parent households are more likely to face financial challenges than married couple households. According to the data from the U.S. Census Bureau, 31% of single-parent households with children fall below the poverty threshold, compared to less than 7% of married couples' households with children. Much of this is an attribute to the fact that single parents only have one income to care for themselves and at least one other person. You see how you change this woman's life? She had no children. You put a child on her. You didn't marry her. Now look what you did to her. Let me close out with this. Race is a strong predictor of family structure in America. Which is in part a reflection of the social economic differences that continue to persist. For example... 37% of black or African-American children are under 18 are in a married couple family households compared to 85% of the Asian children. And between the white, not Hispanic or Latino, children at 75%. 
Hispanic or Latino children, 61%. American Indian, Alaska Natives, 46%. We at the bottom. Our kids are trying to compete in school with children with two parents at the household and they only have one parent in the household. So that means when mom come home and she's tired, she can't help you with that homework. She's tired, man. She just, she been on her feet all day. That Asian couple, they can help. 85% of them are married. So one of the parents may can help out, but when it comes to you, it ain't no help. You're in a single parent household. Your father put you there. Not the system. Your father put you there. We talking real talk, right? You want to show you you want me to show you a dangerous high school in the, in Philadelphia? A dangerous elementary school, a dangerous middle school, a dangerous high school in Detroit? That's the school where all the single parent kids go to. That's a dangerous ass high school. That's a dangerous ass neighborhood. Single parent neighborhood? That's dangerous as shit when you go there, bro. Be careful. I know your liberal buddy, your liberal buddy said, no, you know what? You guys are shooting each other over Jordans because, you know, uh, there's no opportunity. And you shooting each other over Cartier glasses and fancy leather jackets and gold and jewelry. You know, you're robbing like at an all time high rate because, see, this is your liberal buddy now. He said, because, see, you guys are in poverty. See, poverty makes you do this. See, poverty makes you do that. And then you agree with him. He said, you know what? You're right. It, we do do this because of poverty. Because if we if we wasn't in poverty, we wouldn't do this. And then he agreed with you, your liberal buddy. And then he go behind your back. Then he passed a crime bill. See, he got you to agree with him. So now when you do this shit, you're going to get more time than anybody else. Because you agreed this is the reason why you're doing this. So he passed a crime bill in 1994. And now you can't get out of prison because you made a deal with the devil. When the fact of the matter is... There is no reason on planet Earth why anybody should be stealing. There's no reason on planet Earth why everybody should be selling drugs. There's no reason for a jack boy to be on the corner taking, taking Jordans, shooting young men for Jordans, taking chains, taking jewelry. There's no reason for that in real life. See? There's not an excuse big enough where you can somebody can come rob you because their father put them in a position where they're at the bottom. Or the social economic ladder. Peace. Peace. And more peace. And black power to you family. Thank you guys so much for listening man. Hey man. We just had to have the conversation right. We talking to the men. We talking to each other man. You got all these kids running around. Multiple baby mothers. Your responsibility brother. Teach your children to get them a spouse when they get older. Teach them to not be like you. Because that brother with 30 kids, I don't know how you're going to put him to college. <laughs> God bless him, brother. All right. But we had to have some real talk today. So until next time, man, peace and black power, family. I'll get it with you later. This is Big VJ.